0: Hey, everybody. Uh, Unifor, more stuff from American political ideologies and beliefs. Like I said in the first one, if you didn't listen to that one, uh, this is only 10 to 15 percent of the AP exam, so it's the smallest of all of the uh, the units that we have. Um, and today we're just going to do uh, four and five. I mean, uh, <laughs> Unifor, topics five and six. Okay, so measuring public opinion <clears throat> and then evaluating public opinion data. So uh, let's jump into it. So first off, the 4.5, measuring public opinion, the learning objective is to describe the elements of a scientific poll. And then the essential knowledge, yeah, public opinion data that can impact elections and policy debates is affected by such scientific polling types and methods as, and then we have three bullets, the types of polls, uh, the sampling techniques, and the type and format of questions. So let's unpack a few things from there real quick. Uh, first off, public opinion—that uh, is something that is measured through polling. Okay, um, <clears throat> excuse me. And uh, the results are shared, and then it's something that people can talk about, and the government can use, uh, whether it's congressional uh, representatives uh, to make decisions about how they're going to vote for certain issues or, or whatever it might be. Uh, remember also that public opinion varies. There is never going to be a single public opinion. All righty, there is probably going to be someone out there that will never agree with with everything you know and uh, it's just how we are in this country nowadays uh, is that there's always going to be another side uh, to public opinion so there's never going to be a one-side public opinion Uh, so this these opinions they are going to impact as the essential knowledge stuff says, there, uh, elections and policy debate. So let's unpack that part first. Uh, the public opinion impacts elections because those are going to be the issues that the the elections are going to focus on. You know, coming up here November 22, the economy is obviously going to be a big one, and inflation and, and that sort of stuff, uh, because people's money is important to them, and so that's going to play a role uh, in this coming up election. And um, you know, the public opinion. Uh, typically is bad for the the, the party in power um, because guess who gets blamed? It's always going to be the, the party in power. So the public opinion on the, the economy is going to play a role and impact the elections that come up. Um, and I guarantee you that all the politicians that are running, whether they're Democrat or they're Republican, they're looking at the public opinions, they're looking at the data, And they are gearing their campaigns to those public opinion polls, to the public opinion data um, and stuff that's out there. And, you know, if you'll pay attention to the commercials, you'll see Republicans are probably going to focus on uh, economic issues, whether it be inflation, whether it be supply chain issues, whatever it might be. They're going to focus on that and they're going to blame the Democratic Party. Democrats are going to do the opposite. They're going to try and, you know, probably They're probably going to try and step away from the economic issues, even though that's going to be a big issue. All right, Uh, but all that stuff plays a role in the elections and the policy debates because it's all being used. All all the data is being used by these politicians. Uh, All right, let's unpack the the three bullets. You got type of poll, so you've got opinion polls, uh, tracking polls, entrance and exit polls. So opinion polls, uh, these are the ones you're going to see on a lot of the the news sites and out there where people have their opinions asked. Okay, that's why it's called an opinion poll. Hey, how do you feel about this? Would you vote for this person? So on and so forth. All right. Uh, tracking polls, these are the and that you might see them as benchmark polls as well. But these are the ones that are typically going to be used by politicians themselves. And a lot of times these are the 24-hour cycle. Like uh, <clears throat> Politicians are going to have pollsters that work for them. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's their job is to run polls 24 hours a day. I should say 24 hours a day, but 24 hours in advance so they know the talking points. So these are especially appointed and important during the campaign season because, you know, this is going to give politicians their talking points, especially like for a Senate election. They're going all over the state. They got to know what to talk about in the places they're going to. What is the issue that this place wants to talk? What is the issue that Gwinnett County, Georgia wants to hear about? What is the issue that South Georgia wants to hear about? What's the issue that North Georgia wants to hear about? And because they, they, change, they change and they vary. Um, new sites are going to use these because it gives them talking points. You know, what's the issue of the, of the day? And they're going to be running these, these polls all the time. Uh, but the, the tracking polls are probably the, the most, um, what's the word I'm looking for, used most often. Uh, and they might not always be something that we see. They might be internal for politicians but they're, they're used. And then entrance and exit polls, these are as you're going into the voting booth and as you're leaving. They're really not to be trusted because people do tend to lie. Uh, sampling techniques, identification of respondents, mass survey or focus group, sampling errors, so all that stuff. Remember, be careful of polls, okay? <laughs> because you got to be really careful who is presenting the poll because Like I I told y'all in class, if I want to get an answer, if I want my answer to look a certain way, then I know who to go ask. If I want my poll to be right-leaning, then I go talk to all Republicans. If I want my poll to be left-leaning, then I go talk to all Democrats. So we need a random sample of people to answer my questions uh, for it to be a valid poll. If you're you're talking to just a certain group, you're going to get responses, and you're going to know that, okay? Um, you've got a couple other things there, uh, identification of respondents, you know, that's that, uh, random sample that we want, uh, a mass survey. Does it just go out to everybody? Uh, is it on a website where anybody can take it? Is it pointed at specific people? Uh, focus group, that's where you have a small group that comes in and answers questions. And then, uh, the, that's taken and analyzed and then the sampling error, remember that is the plus or minus that you're going to see on most surveys, most polls, and it's going to be, Hey. You know, the number is 45, but we had a plus or minus of, of three. So that 45 could be 48 or it could be 42. Remember, the higher the numbers, the worse the poll is. And then the type of format of questions. Once again, uh, if I want my poll to have a certain answer or a certain cer- a certain set of answers, I, can, I know the questions to, answer, to ask. Okay. So uh, you can have some very leading questions. You can have some questions that are going to get the response that you want. Uh, so these questions, you, know, you really need to vet the questions uh, when you're taking a look at poll. poll. I know we don't all have time to do that. Uh, I don't have time to look at the questions that were asked a lot of times in polls. But if you're questioning the poll, you're like, hmm, you know, then, then check into it. Uh, if you're going to, if you're going to you know, live and die by that poll data, then you really need to take a look at the, the questions and all that kind of stuff. All right, 4.6, evaluating public opinion data, the learning objective is explain the quality and credibility of claims based on public opinion data. And then the essential knowledge says uh, the relationship between scientific polling and elections and policy debates is affected by, and there's two bullets, the importance of public opinion as a source of political influence in a given election or policy debate, and then the reliability and veracity of public opinion data. All right. So a lot of stuff there. Uh, It goes back to what we were talking about earlier. Uh, Public opinion plays a role in elections, public opinion plays a role in policy debate. Uh, All your congresspeople, when they get up and they talk about certain issues, they have looked at the data. They have looked at public opinion polls. They know what their constituents want and feel, and they are going to say in their speeches, they're going to say in their campaigns what they think their constituents want. Uh, And then the reliability goes back to what we just talked about. You want to have those you know, random samplings. You can't just have one specific group answering questions. You want to have a small plus or minus uh, of the sampling technique or the sampling error, excuse me, uh, to try and make these things as reliable as possible. Once again, I can't reiterate this enough. If you're going to look at public opinion data, always, you know, don't take it as as the end-all be-all. Please look at it with a... Uh, open mind, please look at it with a critical eye as well. You know, if something looks like it's off, then there's a good chance it is. So just take a look at the data and, you know, don't think, well, just because that public opinion poll says that, that's how it is. It's, it's not always the case because who knows what's going into that. All right. All right. That was a short one. Uh, finish up four later. And uh, as always, let me know if I can help you or you have questions. There right, guys.